Welcome back to the College Comrades podcast. Uh, my name is Noah. I'm Kai. What's up? I'm Andre. And we're the College Comrades, as I said before. Uh, we want to welcome back all of our listeners that didn't die in the Area 51 raid. Um, <laughs> yep. Those cause... of you that did were, what is it? Pay, press F to pay respect? Yes. Is that what it is? What is <laughs> yes. that from? It's from a game where you're like... You're standing there, and you're looking at a funeral, and you're looking at the casket. Then it says, press F to pay respects, and it doesn't do anything, but it's, it's just there. Oh, all right. Like that one? I don't know if it's from the same game, but you, like, click X to doubt or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Has no impact on the game or the storyline, but it's just there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, we, you can be, we can be found on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Facebook. Facebook's probably our most popping right now. Uh, Instagram and Facebook are links, so they're pretty dope. Nice. Uh, you can communicate with us best probably through uh, through adding us on Twitter or replying to one of our tweets on Twitter. Yep. Uh, the best way to contact us is probably through our business email or a DM on Instagram. Uh, that's what I can think of at the off the top of my head. All of which can be found on our social media plugs. Yes. Um, you can support us monthly. Our monthly supporters get free stickers um, and uh, a sneak peek access to some of our content. Um, so you can support us for $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. Mm-hmm. Those are... What kind of content could you sneak peek, Noah? You could sneak peek the design for our new shirts. Yes. Uh, Our our shirts have been ordered and they... Not our shorts. Not our shorts. Our shirts. Front and back shirts have been ordered and they shipped today. Um, Mm -hmm. So those are going to be dropping at the start of season two. So make sure to uh, save up your dollars and start looking forward to that. We'll drop some teaser um, images of what they're going to look like. Uh, we're also going to go into the forest and we're going to model some of these shirts for you. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, those shirts are coming. We got a very limited number of them. Um, so make sure to let one of us know if you want one, that way we can put it on hold for you. We should probably do like a pre-order thing, honestly, and see if people can pre-order. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Yep. Um, cause that sounds like a lot of work. I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> um, well, it was your idea, so you could have just said nothing. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> uh, this is episode 13. You'll have episode 14 with us, just us guys, as well as this one. Us men. Us men. And then we're going to bring... Comrades. Yeah. Comrades. And then we're going to bring in another fellow comrade for episode 15. Uh, I won't say who he is, but uh, you guys can look forward to that conversation. It's going to be good. Episode 16 will be us and our final thoughts on the season. Mm -hmm. And then episode 17 will technically... Well... Episode 16 will technically close off the season, but episode 17 will be our blooper reel of season one. Which we mentioned we weren't going to talk about. I thought we were. Uh, we had uh, talked about it before in earlier episodes. It's okay. Moving it's on. Fu- yeah. Moving on. <laughs> it's funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get to know your question. <laughs> Yeah, okay, get to, get to know your question. question. Uh, you can have three items, and you're on a desert island. 
It's not even a desert island. It's just an island, okay? This island has got a deserted, yes. Deserted, like with whipped cream and strawberries and stuff. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so this island has a volcano. It's got one mountain, just one. Uh, it's got... Probably a volcano mountain. A rainy, swampy area. It's got a large sand area. It's got um, a forest area. Is it Minecraft? No, it's not Minecraft. So, so if any of you have seen <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks Chipwrecked, it's basically that island. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, or it's been a cool movie. Un- Andre, have you? I've seen it. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> it's been oh, a minute. I, I almost I've felt it. really weird. No, yeah, that's that's the island I'm picturing in my There's head. no animals on this island. There's Ooh. no... Uh, Could it be Fortnite Island? No. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. What do you mean? You're the one who said that. There's there oh. are in, there's no mammals on this island. You are the only mammal on this island, okay? So there's birds and there's reptiles. Okay. Okay. What three items are you taking? Items. So we're talking we're not talking people. You can't have people on this island with you. Can you have a robot? Only mammals. <laughs> uh you can have AI technology. At a very low, um, very low AI, okay? So we're talking like... Something that has to be solar paneled, powered. You could have a microwave, okay? But if you had that microwave, it's not going to do you any good. You spend a long time cooking. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of, that's the kind of AI technology. You can't have no, like, solar panel, okay? Unless it's in your calculator. I mean, like, a a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, what if a panel is, like, one of your items? Uh, I guess I don't know. I think. Well, I don't. Know. I didn't even define the goal. Are we trying to get off the island, or are we just trying just, to survive just live. on the island? Okay. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's our choice. Like a castaway kind of feel. You, you want me to hit you with mine first? Yeah. I'll what start are your three items? I'm All making right. this too much, too hard. I'll bring <laughs> a uh, a filtered straw. Okay, one of the life straws. Yeah, so I could just drink the water. Nice kind of thing. Um, I'll bring a. A fishing rod. Okay. You know, these, you know, to go fishing. <laughs> you know how I do. Yeah. And then I guess I'd probably just bring a book. Pastime. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. No one to talk to anyway, so. <laughs> Except uh, Wilson. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I would bring a book titled 101 Ways to Survive on a Deserted Island. Smart. Because... You know, being practical. And I would bring uh, an Encyclopedia Britannica set. Not to read, but because I need something to burn to keep warm. (laughs) 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 And then then I bring a life straw, and the rest I think I could do by myself. I'm definitely going to steal the life straw idea. I think that's a good idea. I'm going to bring... I'm doing the things, you know. I'm going to bring a big knife, too. Uh, a big knife. Make my own knife. Wow, are you cool? I was gonna spear. And uh, <laughs> you have a fishing rod. You're fine. Facts. Bear comes. Probably out a. Kind. Uh, uh, I feel like I can make a hammock. I probably what? bring a book too. I don't know. I don't like. Palm how are, how are you gonna synthesize rope? Or we all pick two of the exact same thing. Two of the three things were all the same, pretty much. What? Book and a life straw. <laughs> well, I mean, I technically brought 
14 Actually, you books. know what? I'm going to bring a charcoal grill. <laughs> okay. I've decided. Okay. I'm not bringing a to book. To cook what? Uh, chicken or something. There's no mammals. No, there's birds. Oh. Well. And reptiles. Yeah. Up how you gonna, how you gonna catch him? Uh, I'm gonna say here, the little birdie. You ever, you, birdie. you, ever, you ever seen Rocky? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Is Noah Rocky though? <laughs> he will I, be. I mean, Rocky didn't get it on his first try. He had to, you know, lots of, lots of, lots of tries with that energetic song playing in the background. What if you just grab like a? Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Well, I am curious, but you don't even know, so. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember where I was. I don't know. How do you guys, uh, I wanted, to, we kind of want to bring one relevant thing to the, to the table. <laughs> the vaping ban. How do you guys feel about that? So, states, I saw today in the news, Michigan is banning uh, vape flavors. How do you guys feel about it? The, I don't vape, so like it doesn't really concern me that well. But, like, they're banning it because of, like, a couple deaths. And the thing is about those deaths is those people, like, mixed it with THC. So, yeah. like, ooh. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, like, cigarettes have been giving people lung cancer forever. And yeah. uh, that's never been banned. Something like that. Well, cigarettes are heavily taxed. Like, not banned though, right? Well, I mean, so you go buy a pack for two fifty, two dollars of that is tax. So I mean, but it's not banned, <laughs> right? And they can't legally ban it because it doesn't cause immediate death. It causes slow, gradual death with basically, which in California everything does that apparently. But <laughs> is that why they're always asking me if I have bananas when I go over there? They're like. Uh, no, the bananas actually. we have over here are meant to kill people. No, so you can't bring your bananas in. <laughs> no, that's just for. That's because California highly values their wood, not having termites, and their uh, high their healthy fruits. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't really know why, but they do. Um, but no, I mean, you know, you look on the back of microwave. I even found a pair of sandals that said uh, "maybe known to cause cancer in California." And like everything, so apparently everything in California causes cancer. So don't go to California, except for those of you who are listening to us in California. Thanks for listening. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyways, moving on. What was I? I know I was talking about Is something. Is it a good idea or a bad idea? Banning vaping flavors and stuff like that. Oh, uh, I think a good the good idea would be to let the people realize how bad it is before they are told it's bad. Because, you know, hey, Timmy, don't go, don't go into that cookie jar. Wait, there's a cookie jar? And then he wants it. Yeah. I mean, they, they're kind of creating a, uh, a market demand for vaping by saying that they, no one is allowed to vape. Yeah, and thereby causing more badness. That's how, like, Americans be. They don't like to be told what to do, so. Yep. That's why. There's my two cents. <laughs> it's gonna put a lot of businesses out of business. like out of business. <laughs> yeah, a lot of places out of business. I mean, a vaping was a pastime, I would say, for me. And I those all, all you walk into a vape shop and there's so many flavors, so many different flavors, and to ban all of those and to stick to like one or even to ban vaping 
as a whole, it's too early for researchers to say, like, oh, this is going to kill you or this is going to do X, Y, and Z. I heard a quote once that said, if you're, like, where people ask, like, is smoking weed bad? Which, that's a topic we should cover sometime. (laughs) Weed and all that stuff. But the topic, or the question was, like, is smoking weed bad? And the professor had answered, well, anything that you're smoking into your lungs is bad for you. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Take that or leave it, whatever. (laughs) Regardless, like, it's going to put a lot of people out of business. And there's... There, it's too early to tell, like, if it's actually going to, you know, hurt people. I just looked it up. India bans electronic cigarettes. Uh, Michigan uh, shops have a deadline to get rid of all of their flavored vape products. And Whew. New York is in the same boat as Michigan. So it's only a matter of time before those businesses start going out. It's not like it concerns me, really. So, I mean, <laughs> right I don't know. I mean, I have family members who do, but mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, me, myself. As an individual? Yeah. So stock up on your flavors now. <laughs> Before do, they're all gone. Do you guys think um, this was caused by the normal vaping or by the recent Jewel Pod? I think it's the Jewel, the Jewel thing. Well, yeah, I remember they're mixing, too, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help. <clears throat> right. I think the Jewel thing started it, I think, you know, the jeweling is so, it's so discreet, so I think that's why, because it originally started with Jewel had, had flavors, and then they had to get rid of their flavors, um, which didn't really stop it from getting in the hands of every high schooler in the <laughs> world, um, and then they went to vape products, because vape products are... I don't know. They're bigger. They're not as as small and you know discreet as a jewel, but a jewel is equal to like a pack of cigarettes. So I don't know. It all depends on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. And vaping was originally created, or like their target was to get people off of cigarettes. Yep. So it's funny that they've come full circle into you know that brings you two cigarettes, banning those things, or even you know. Giving you something that's equivalent to cigarettes, so mm-hmm. it's interesting. Yeah, let's uh, let's go into our ad break because I'm excited to get on to our topic. <laughs> okay. I feel like private schoolers are. A step up from homeschoolers. I feel I have a lot of respect for private schoolers. I don't have very much respect for homeschooling. Well, you you didn't have much respect for private school until you came to my graduation. Yeah, until your graduation, I was like, no, right. And it's it's probably because like Kai comes home from school and he's like, oh, freaking school's making me what you know. <laughs> Wear different shoelaces tomorrow because I wrote, wore the wrong shoelaces. I have never once said that. <laughs> and so then I get this. I wrong guess we're idea. starting. By the way, I get this wrong. We are starting. So what are you? What are you <laughs> no, no, no. Keep, no let's let's just, keep. Let's this. just roll with let's it, keep bro. This. I'm already like, on fire. Like Welcome we back from the ad break. We're just gonna go with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. You were saying. Um, 
I don't know, Kai comes home and he's like, oh, my freaking private schools make me wear different shoelaces and shave my beard because apparently I don't look good enough. Actually, yeah, the beard thing's true. I haven't, I haven't mentioned shoelaces, Wait, you shave though. your beard? Oh, yeah. You, you have to be like, I have to shave every two days at least at school. Jeez. Had to. But anyways, where I was going with that is I have more respect for that school after going to their graduation um, because um. it is a higher class school but i think the reason i don't like private school, i've never been to private school never attended mm-hmm. as a student but from what i hear from kai complaining about it every so often like <laughs> that gives me a bad impression of it but hmm. homeschool that's a whole that's a whole thing of you i know, mean being there's less shel- rules <laughs> being sheltered and i just i have a hard time with it because i've been exposed to a lot you know like yeah uh huh. I've public school kids see it all, man. Yeah, especially if you ride the bus. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we got a request uh, from a, a listener to talk about differences between public school and private Sorry, I didn't school. Intro that very but where it was. No, it's fine. Going. And that's uh, that's what we're talking about today. And Noah mentioned um, how homeschoolers are, how he has less respect for homeschool, and that actually is something. Let's- Let's. You can go through that hierarchy. I want to leave homeschoolers okay. out of this because when I do, when we do talk about homeschool, I want a homeschooler in this room when we talk about it to okay. defend themselves. Well, not to defend themselves, but to join in the conversation. Uh, something that I'd wrote in my notes for this conversation. I don't want it to be private school versus public school. I want it to be private school and public school. Like different. Just I want to just do like a compare contrast kind of thing. I don't want to. Which you guys can catch me on that. Think of which is better. (laughs) Noah, stop being a dick. Let me say my thoughts. Anyways, Kyle, what were you saying? Um, Yeah, so everyone in private school, in at least middle school, wants to be in public school. Because we all know that, you know, the public schoolers have it all. And they, uh, like, public school will look down on, like, the rest of the schooling system. And then charter schools, which is, like, Half private, half public. Mm-hmm. We'll look down on private school and homeschool, and then private school only have homeschool look down on. <laughs> uh, and then, because the, the homeschoolers have less social interaction, so they might not be as good at social interaction. And then private school, from there to charter school to public school. Well, yeah, ki- kids any, anyway these days are not very good at social interaction because they don't, you know, they got social media and media they got, like... And stuff, yeah. Not blaming video games, but that's where they get their talking out. Yeah. So they're all playing Nort Fight. That's it. <laughs> I will say I do. I feel bad for saying I don't respect homeschoolers. I don't want that to be the only thing that comes across. <laughs> I homeschoolers, I believe, at least almost everyone that I've met are very sheltered. There are terms that I use in my everyday language that I have to explain to a homeschooler, which is fine. I love to teach. Um, But when you're that removed from society, I don't think you are at par to operate in society. I'm not saying that you can't, but I'm saying that you, I don't think that you could as well as somebody who is in the public school system. Um, Which is why you see a lot of homeschoolers these days, like, in sports or involved in those kinds of things, so that they get, in my opinion, they get thrown into the deep end, into, like, locker room talk and stuff like that, where you can't get that in a, you know, in a home, and then you 
go outside your home and you're you're now exposed into the deep end. Mm-hmm. So and I think if, if they go off to college, then <coughs> all of a sudden they're in a whole different world where there are a bunch of bad influences where there were no bad influences prior. Right. Like how would you like uh, just imagine being a homeschooler for a second and coming to some some college, some university that you scored really high to get into and you join uh, like a fraternity or something and then you see on that first weekend you're there you see a bunch of people doing lines of coke off this table that people are body slamming each other on like (laughs) as a homeschooler never even like knowing what marijuana looks like like that's a huge like eye-opening experience that could be very overwhelming you know and then they could either fall into that or you know stay away Mm -hmm. anyways and and not every homeschooler is sheltered that's just the stereotype that goes (coughs) along with being homeschooled right uh i would definitely argue you on that uh you think think every single homeschooled person is sheltered Uh, are you talking about homeschool from all from like forever or are you talking been to public school for a little bit i have not met a homeschooler that isn't or hasn't been sheltered however how many many homeschoolers have you met a pretty good handful. I could probably okay. count them off on my fingers. Okay. And, and more. Um, with all of that to say, homeschoolers are the nicest people that I've ever met. They're the people that are respectful, compassionate, loving, um, and care for me as an actual person. So, I are they socially awkward? Absolutely. <laughs> are they the nicest people I've met? Definitely. Stereotypically, is, is what I want to tag on to the end of that. But Noah feels differently, and that's his opinion, which I, which I cannot manipulate. I can only change. <laughs> um, oh yeah, uh, I have to. So then, that's uh, when it comes to pub, private school interacting with public school. Uh-huh. On field trips, we have to wear uniforms. And it's not just the normal everyday uniforms, because of course there's a difference. We're wearing the dress uniforms. So we're always wearing white shirts, or the guys are always wearing uh, white shirts with ties that are blue and green plaid, with a navy blue pair of pants and a belt and shoes that are all black. And and you could spot us anywhere and think, okay, so th- those are the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's just that's just what it looks like yeah. because we are. Yeah, all together in this group, and and we're always walking in a line with the ladies in front, the guys in the back. Very, it looks like we haven't gotten out of grade school almost. If you don't know, me and Noah went to public school and kind of went to private school, right? Right, which is he'll be on giving the insight from there. (laughs) Yeah, the the scoop, and now the rest of the story. So, what do you think about? uh, Let's just go with. Let's just run with that. That example. Andre and Kai, what do you guys think about uh, school uniforms? Should they be <clears throat> for uh, every school? Yeah, should they be for every school? Uh, I, there's, like, pros and cons to each. Let's talk about So, them. like, the pros is, like, you can't really bully some kid for what he's wearing. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, you're wearing the mm-hmm. same shit, so, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it makes your life easier in the morning, I imagine. <laughs> you're like, oh, what to wear? Oh, one option. Yeah. That's it. Well, then you're ready. But, I mean, my quote-unquote uniform was more like, okay, I can wear uh, navy blue pants or navy blue shorts or khaki pants or khaki shorts. Then there's a green, blue, and white shirt I can wear also. 
Well, so, I mean, it's still limited. Oh, it's very. It is. Yeah. I mean, compared to endless, anything, <laughs> like an infinite amount of shirt designs. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the downside, I feel, it doesn't give you the opportunity to express yourself or, like, uh, show what kind of person you are. Because a lot of people can do that through their clothes mm-hmm. and what they wear. Because some people would just, I don't know. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know until like I. I've heard a lot of stories of people from private school, like, uh, people don't know what they look, like, what they would wear outside of the school, you know, because mm-hmm. they're right. really used to them in the uniform or whatever, so. Uh, there's pros and cons to both. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think you should, shouldn't have to, but if it becomes an issue, as in, like, oh, kids getting bullied for it, like, for what they wear, then I might as well. <laughs> It could just be my personality, but every time that I got bullied in middle school or elementary school, the times that stand out now aren't the times where I was wearing something different because I dressed as a school shooter or, you know, I had the Costco shoes because, you know, my family couldn't afford, you know, the $160 Nikes every month. Um but the Every times, month, the, goodness, there's kids out there that are like that. Their parents are out there buying them all the Nike crap. Um, but the times that, and that could just be my personality that kids saying something about my clothing didn't, you know, affect me. Mm-hmm. But the things that did stand out were the things that were either about my character, my character, or <laughs> mm-hmm. the the like my actual body. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my counter argument to the whole bullying thing, but. I do recognize that I don't, I don't care about what I'm wearing. Well, I mean, I was just saying in general. No, I'm not I, saying bullied by itself. I'm saying bullying over clothes. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, so. I understand. So if you don't care about what you're wearing, would you be willing to wear a uniform um, every day? Yeah, probably. Right. I think I would be. I would be okay with that. I think I could do it if I could just customize a little bit. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. More like, than more than I had custom ability. Yeah, like. You know, oh, got a hoodie over this or something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, we had school hoodies. I mean, like, not school you mean hoodie, custom hoodie. <laughs> uh. Yeah, just bring like one or a couple things, or right. You know. I think the line where I draw that I would draw on the sand is the shaving, shaving my face. That I think. <laughs> I don't. Well, I think that's too much for me. I I couldn't get on board with that. I think that's a. And tattoos. We had talked a lot about tattoos and how your school feels about tattoos, or right. how it felt about tattoos. Right. Uh, so those, anything that has to do with my body, I think I that's where I that's where I draw the line. But I think I could wear a uniform. So. Hmm. Um. Does. Uh, what were you, you going to say, Kai? Yeah. Um. Regarding shaving, the shaving also I think is fairly ridiculous because they um at least so in the senior year of my school you you were allowed to wear business casual clothing so whatever business casual means i mean they had certain guidelines but overall they said like a polo or something (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you could wear a polo uh they said that you want to be uh modeling after the teachers Uh and and i look at teachers and like especially in the colder times so many of them had beards but they still wouldn't let me have a beard. So, and, and I think the epitome of, uh, quote, interesting, as you just said, is when I'm sitting across from uh, a management teacher 
And he says, all right, I need you to shave by tomorrow. And then He's I'm, look, I'm looking at him, no. <laughs> full face of beard. And he and he knows, because he hadn't been working there for a super long time, he, he knew that it didn't feel right to him either to tell me that. Right. And, and I expressed my um, discouragement toward that rule to him. And he said, I know, but I don't make the rules. I just have to enforce them. Yeah. And I respect him for that. I don't see an issue with having facial hair. I mean, I guess it looks more professional if it's shaved, but, like, is it really an issue? I remember going to church one day, and someone said, Ew, Kai, that beard is so patchy. And then, and first off, of course, I hurt my feelings. But she was right, because I had, you know, patches and stuff, and it didn't look good. So I began to, you know, when I'm not as lazy, shave my beard in ways that would make it look more professional. Yeah. And so, I mean, I can see from a standpoint how... Most people can't actually grow full beards in high school. <laughs> Everyone goes through that awkward phase of, like, either a patchy beard or the pedo stash. Like, the, you can't get around that phase. It's true. Yeah. Well, ish. For me, because, like, uh, like, sophomore year or something like that, I was really trying to grow some facial hair. Because I have a baby face. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> well, I, I don't think I have one now, but I did have one if you shaved then I could yeah see it. <laughs> yeah and so my mustache would grow a little faster than everything else but it wasn't like a pedo stash it was like you know covering the whole stash everything it, but i remember my chin i was like trying to make it grow so much that i didn't <laughs> shave it for like oh a while because i just wanted to keep growing it yeah and it really like, well, you guys can see right now, That's this is literally probably how far it's ever been. <laughs> not not now. I'm saying, like, when I was that age. Yeah. Uh-huh. It never got past like that. And then now, like, you know, uh, it grows everywhere. Right. But it's almost full. It's pretty yeah. close. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I understand that management wouldn't want um, a middle schooler to try to grow a beard. Yeah. Because in private school, with less ways to express ourselves, mm-hmm. that is one way that gentlemen feel they can express themselves. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it takes away it. Right, and it would it would be uh, less fair to say to younger kids, you can't do this, and then to the older kids, you can't. Although it would be kind of fair, it would be just less. I think... Not totally fair. If it was, like, my choice, like, 11th and 12th graders, I would say, mm-hmm. go for it. Me too. But... Yeah. Especially if we're modeling after teachers who are allowed to have beards. Yeah. yeah. But it, but it also falls into the unity kind of category because uh, I went to a Christian school and they want us to be unified as um, Christians are supposed to be unified. Where in like the early church history, the only the only things people were ununified were were how to cut their hair on top, how mm-hmm. to get a proper tonsure, and when to celebrate Easter. Those were the only disagreements in church. Dang. For like the first few hundred years, and and uh, then we kind of want to make a prophetic statement that we are a unified body of Christ in that way. Um, so having everyone clean shaven would be unified, and that makes sense. Yeah. So there are reasons for and against. Yep. Uh, <laughs> next question. We kind of kind of derailed, but I think that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is more preparing, or what is the level 
of preparedness that high school and private school or private high school in general or in, in, well in general but life? you can go down to the the specifics i mean like for life or like for yeah college for, or for future well or let's split into two for college and, and then for, for life. life in general as if like you're just gonna yeah you're gonna go to work after high school kind of thing yeah i think I don't know if private school does it, but I think if we're, okay, let's just talk about going to work right after high school. Okay, I think it's, um, I think it's it's really I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if private school does it the same way, but the, they don't like teach you stuff that would be actually useful. Mm-hmm. I agree, and there is some useful parts, especially kind of teachers you have. Some teachers can, you know, show you, oh, how to be more open or, you know, just in general life skills, not like knowledge skills or anything. But I think if if it's not that way, I think public school does a pretty bad job of prepping for real life. Because, I mean, if you go to the majority of people that came out of high school from a public school or something, they don't know how to do their taxes. They mm-hmm. don't know how to pay a car bill or something. Yep. They don't know how to, you know, pay mortgage stuff. You know, right. s- simple things <clears throat> that, like, actually matter. But, Definitely. like, they know, like, something about chemistry, but they're not even in chemistry anything or something like that, you yeah. know? So, it, I guess it varies, but I think they do a pretty bad job in public school. <laughs> Oh, I completely agree. I I think back to my time in high school and the most important thing and most important life thing that I learned was how to write a check. It's wow. 2019. <laughs> Nobody's writing freaking checks anymore. If I need to pay my, my mom, rent, my mom writes a check. <laughs> Thanks for that. There's a generational <laughs> difference there. <laughs> if I need if I need to pay my rent, I go to the bank and I say, "Hey, I need a cashier's check." And I'm pretty sure if I was to go ask my brother right now, who is a junior in high school, what is a cashier's check, he would have no idea what it is. Yeah. But anyways, I go to the bank, ask for a cashier's check, sign my name on it, and Mm -hmm. I go and take it to the rental office. I don't, you know, I don't do checks anymore. High school never taught me how to do my taxes. I went to my mom and was like, yo, how do I do my taxes? That's what I did too. Hey, (laughs) she was like, hey, I'll do them right here for you, but you're going to stand right here and you're going to listen to everything that I do. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever, I can do that. And when it comes time to do my taxes at the end of the, or next year, do I do, when do I? I don't even know when to do my freaking taxes, you know? So... I, I completely agree. High school does not set you up for the workforce. I think... You could set the cutoff, like, freshman year, maybe, and then is and then not even make high, the rest of high school required if you if someone is going directly into the workforce. Yeah. You can do basic counting skills and money skills. Some of some high schools don't even teach that, you know? Yeah. Right. But if you like can if do... if you took a home ec class, then yeah. Yeah. But no one's going to look at a list of electives and think, home ec, that sounds fun. Right. Yeah. So you do those kinds of things, get your ABCs and 123s out of the way, and then look at the rest of high school in comparison to, like, um, a job out in the workforce. You're going to learn all of those skills in that work field. Like, I work in the construction area, 
Um, I think, well, I, did, I guess I did learn how to read a tape measure in high school, but I think that was impl- that was a new thing. That wasn't like, oh, the last seniors learned how to do this. <laughs> this was like, okay, we're going to teach you guys how to read a tape measure because this is important. Um, do I use a protractor at work? I'm sorry. No. Do, do they, do you, is that something you have to teach? How to read a tape measure? I don't think it's something you have to, but I mean... Did you do, like, woodshop? Is that if well? you're, Yeah, if you're in okay, a woodshop class or learning how to do one of the trades, like, that's a good starting place to getting into one of those trades. But even okay. when you get into the trades, like, you're going to learn all the tips and tricks. And, and now they have tape measures that are big enough that each increment is marked down to the eighth. Mm-hmm. Or so... It's not that big of a deal now, but I remember go- in high school, that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. And people always complain, like, when I'm, am I going to use this, like, trig in my real life? Like, I definitely don't use trig in my real life. Like, I know my dad doesn't use trig in his real life. Um, it depends like on the outside field. Outside of high school. But, yeah. But yeah, and I mean, if you're going to be coding or, you know, doing some engineering work, which is very relevant right now, I think that, yes, you do need to get those math and science skills down. Um, but, like, you would need to know, like, history stuff. Right. I mean, it's hard to know, but I'm saying, like, it's not necessary to, you know, adapt to where you are going to. Yeah. And I guess it doesn't... I guess it matters in which field that you're going to go into after high school. And then once you're out of high school, you're like, why did I even do that? Like, (laughs) I'm not even using what I used then. Um, But, I mean, even at that age, you don't know what you're going to do. I would say that, yeah, you do need to memorize the dates and stuff of history and, like, who fought who and how that all went down. If you were going into, like, some social field or political field. Or a museum curator or... Yeah. I don't think you need that if you're going to go study fish on the side of the Columbia, you know. Yeah. Actually, I could imagine a... how that would be useful. Okay. But you get what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. yeah, I yeah, do. yeah. You yeah. don't need to know the what Abraham Lincoln was talking about if you're going to study fish for the rest of your life, you know. Which, you know, also, sad, we're, no, we're not telling you to drop out or anything. Like, it's hard to do anything without a diploma, but, or a high school diploma as is. But. Not impossible, we but don't, hard. Yeah. I'm saying, it's like, you, you know, there's, like, it's pretty unuseful. I guess it gives you social skills having those three extra years after, you know, freshman year, like you said. But it, that's only if you're social to people. You right. know, if you are I think open it, to being social. I think it displays, <laughs> hey, I made it through this. Hey, I checked all of these things off the list so I can do that in the workplace. So, yeah, you should get your high school diploma or GED, but... And for a lot of people, it's proof that you can follow through on something that you maybe don't want to do. Definitely. Uh, I think that um, private school prepared me pretty well for the workforce. I did learn how to do my taxes. I did learn that the mitochondria has a powerhouse of the cell. (laughs) Okay, but where are you going to use that in your life? No, that one was a joke. Okay. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I did learn how to do my taxes. I, um, I, well, you know, I took electives in coding, which is something I'm going into. I, but that's that's more college than it is workforce, I suppose. Yeah. As soon as as soon as I got out of uh, high school, I got a job that pays me well above minimum wage, and that's pretty good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, um, and I'm 
granted, I'm, I am a special case, but there were only 11 people in my class who graduated, so there's still, that's still a high percentage of yeah. people who got good jobs in my class. <laughs> yeah, I uh, actually have a friend who graduated last year who got an electrician job and is getting like 30 an hour right now. Dang. Dang. Yeah, I think. You know who you are. Talk to me if that's real. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even with that, like, did he need to go to the last two years of his high school experience in order to land that job? Absolutely. Or could he, he have just gone straight into that job to work as an apprentice? Or They don't even use that term anymore. You just started <laughs> at like a crew member level <laughs> and you work your way up into electrical work. He absolutely had to do that because like, one of the things uh, I would say the most important thing I learned at Cedar Tree was how to learn. And not just how to learn, but how to love learning. Because like, I really enjoy, um, you know, taking in knowledge and things that I, I found useful or things that maybe I don't find useful. And that's fine. But I'm great at uh, ad- adaptive learning and, like, thinking through processes different ways and things like that, which helped me, which helped him, at least, in that apprenticeship because he did get an apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was able to get higher and higher in the ranks because he's while he wasn't skilled beforehand he got skilled pretty fast because he really because he learned how to learn and that's something that's that's a that's a thriving point too because like right we just talked about how in the public school system they don't teach you anything like that Mm -hmm. and they they kind of just like shove the knowledge down your throat as in like memorization learning Mm -hmm. which i don't think that's learning at all (laughs) i mean unless you have eidetic memory, but, like, not everyone has that. (laughs) So I I don't consider that a way of learning, really. I I guess if it's just stuck in your brain. But if you – I like the learning where, you know, you figure it out on your own terms kind of thing, and then it's just there, so it always clicks, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I I get that's where that – you guys, you know, the the private schoolers, that's where they – that is a strong point, so Mm – it's completely different from public school where they're teaching us how they're giving us formulas. I remember the day my the first or it was like the first week of sophomore year um, and I was in my English class and I remember when the perf- when the he wasn't even not professor teacher. when the teacher <laughs> when the teacher had said this is how you structure your your paragraph in order to make a five par- paragraph paper. And I and I was like this is insane. And he used a, like, an analogy to math. You put X here, which was the topic sentence, and then you put Y here, and um, that was, like, the body, and then yeah. you, you know, add your topic sentence. I mean, he literally had it broke down so that you were taking bits of the text, putting it into some boring sentence... <laughs> And then throw a transition with it, and then throw more support under that, and then end it basically the same way you started it, you know? That was when I was like, so this is what, that's when it clicked for me. It's kind of like a plug-in, you just Yeah, you just plug in the answers and get the equation, and then you get your formula. And I was like, that's not how writing is. And when I, my first year at Clark, it was an eye-opener. Like, whoa, (laughs) this lady just told, it was the first day, she said, forget everything you've ever learned in high school on (laughs) how to write. I'm going to reteach you. 
and yeah. my mind exploded, and we were doing tons of different stuff, and it was great. Um, but that day, I realized like this is just teaching me how to pass a test. And I remember we did a practice test, and I remember telling you about this. Mm-hmm. He sat us down, and he was like, all right, this is your writing test. You need to make five pairs, like, whatever we have practiced. The real thing is in a month or so. And if you pass that test, then you can get out of high school. It's one of the requirements. Yeah. And on the practice test, I remember, and I've always been a good writer, you know, a, a student in English. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sweating it at all. Um, I remember writing like a little blurb and I wrote like something along the lines of like the school system is only teaching us how to pass a test. Um, I'm not going to waste my time here, uh, doing this test. Like I'm not going to waste the thought. I'm not going to waste the energy. Um, like it's just a big waste of time or something like that. I threw in a few curse words too. (laughs) Um, I'm not even kidding. And the it was like on a Thursday Friday so Thursday I typed one paragraph on how I felt about this practice test and why I wasn't gonna do it and waste my time mm-hmm. um, so I did that I hit enter and submitted closed my laptop and read my book for the rest of the day and then on Friday read my book you know I was, wanted to read <laughs> the next week he had said he had like said like good morning class like you all did really good on that test or on that like practice test I was I was very impressed with some of your answers <laughs> those of you that didn't really take it very seriously I'm kind of disappointed and he looked at me and goes Noah <laughs> I know Noah and he just looked at me with that look and went Noah and uh I never he never said anything else about it and uh I remember going back the next year and asking him like hey I know that they send you the scores at the end of the year like well, how did I do on that test and he did you did phenomenal and I was like Glad I didn't do the practice (laughs) one, but with all that to say, like, they're just teaching you how to pass that test. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. Uh, don't hate me for saying this. I'm excited for you to go into Clark and realize that Cedar Tree has over-prepared you for college because some of the things that I did at Clark are like nothing compared to you learning like different <laughs> languages and like going on field trips to DC and stuff like I think you're going to be blown as to how easy Clark is okay uh, <laughs> well <laughs> that's a great segue into your next question because I would consider well I want to I want to I would consider I, wanna, to think to you. I would consider you smarter than me like book smart and I would go as far to even say street smart, smarter than me. I think Cedar Tree, Tree has done a very well job at teaching you how to how to learn and giving you that ability to love learning. Thank you. Next question. Wait, wait, Andre wanted to say something. Yes, I, it's based my mind. I'll get back Sorry. to it later. Uh, I just wanted to make, I just wanted to make no sure worries. I said no those worries. things to him. No, 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 you good. Um, <laughs> okay, so we've talked about. If it's, oh, that does lead into my next question. Does high school prepare you for college? I've stated how I feel, obviously. No, right. <laughs> um, I say no. Actually, well, I it, would. Well, it depends. <laughs> for my school specifically, I can't do running start. So I think that um, it, it, it means, it depends on what you mean by prepare. Because I may be well-equipped to uh, thrive in a college environment, 
but Noah is well equipped to uh, at least finish that college words finish that college environment much faster than me because he did two years of college in high school, mm-hmm. which I tried to get Cedar Tree to do and I was not allowed to do. I didn't try very hard, granted. <laughs> I think I was also taught, going back to that last point, I was taught how to figure out what that checklist is. Mm-hmm. I had gotten in trouble a lot in my freshman and sophomore year, not because I was like goofing off and not doing my homework, it's because it was the other way around. I would de- finish my work by the time the teacher had explained what the directions were, and then I had done those things, and then I was going to start goofing off and, you know, yeah. pissing off my neighbors, which essentially pissed off the teacher. So I would even counter that idea with, I was just taught how to do the checklist. When I look at my homework, I go, okay, I need to do this one first because this is worth 30 points and it's due at midnight, mm-hmm. whereas the next one is due tomorrow during the day and it's worth 20 points. I can check that one, I can scratch that one off the list, take the zero, which is going to factor into the 20% here that it's weighted, and then I can do this, this, and this to make up for it. I was just taught to look at it as a checklist. I don't think I've actually learned anything <laughs> from college. I think I think that's, well, uh, you, you did, you know, running start for two years, and yeah. so I feel like that pushed you ahead of us in knowing that high school was, like, stupid kind of thing um, for the most part. You know, because there's pros and cons, like we've said. Um, but, you know, it it helped you a lot. And, uh, you know, you're about to graduate, like, next year or something. Right? Uh-huh. And so, it. I remember you always telling me stuff about Clark. And that opened my eyes. I mean, just, you know, for College 2 in general. Um, college 2, is that like a year after college? College <laughs> as well. <laughs> something like that, right? <laughs> And, uh, what was I going to say? Um, it, like, helped you thrive better, I guess, because, and I, I, I guess I needed the high school experience, not for knowledge-wise. Right. I think I could have easily gone past it. But, um, you know, I guess I need that social interaction with people all over that and, you know. You don't, like, talk to... Well, you do talk to people, but I mean, back in high school, you weren't very social. No, I'm socially awkward even now. <laughs> we, we had, you know, a very tight group. Right. And so, it it makes sense where you would go through there. And that actually, you know, gave you a head start on everything for us, you know. You're you're ahead a in life, I guess. You can count that. <laughs> so, um, but, but, yeah. Well, continuing on the... If it prepares you for college thing, I... Being in college now, I've noticed that almost, like, you know, 90% of the things I've learned in high school don't mean anything. Right. And the thing I have been a little disappointed in from college is that you have to do prereqs. <laughs> and it's like, I thought I avoided, high, like, got out of high school to yeah. go straight into what I want to do yeah. instead of just learn more of this stuff. But... Like, start the, to take a history class. Yeah, start yeah. to take an English class. The types... Like, of the way the work is, freshman first semester will prepare you for college more than all four years of high school mm-hmm. did. <laughs> so, that's what I'm getting to, but I am disappointed. I think one thing about college is, you know, all those pre-stuff that you have to do. I yeah, you're ba- I think that's stupid. You're basically just doing another year of absolutely of high school, and yeah. then you go into college. Or, or, yeah, or more, which is why... Well, I mean, more time, but equal Which classes. sucks for me is because 
at our school, um, I don't know if it's for everyone else too, but there's four years of CS content, you know, computer uh-huh. science. And so that means I have to take five years of school. Yeah. And so, like, why can't they just cut off that first year and let me go right into what I need to do? Definitely. Which sucks, but, you know. Which is why I am. <laughs> which is why I make the argument that Cedar Tree overprepared Kai, and I'm very, very interested to see how it pans out for you, Kai. But <laughs> I think that you could be too smart for those prereqs, um, because the associate's degree is basically taking that four years of high school that you've just learned, taking. The, the core stuff that you need from it and making you take it again. I know you clepped out of some Compressing things. it, though. Right. I was going to mention, like, um, I... Because I, I didn't know that CS is, is four years, but I'm actually starting my first CS class on Monday. Nice. <laughs> yeah, which is really... Or, well, CSE, technically. But, but it's exciting because, I mean, I, but again, I had no idea it was a four-year class. I would have expected it to be two-year. Uh, you know, following up the prereqs, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm I'm not doing a whole lot of I'm actually not doing any prerequisites right now. I'm doing calculus two because I already took a calculus one clep test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm doing um, CS and intro to CS, and that's it because I already did the English clep test. So I'm not sure how how much prerequisites I have. I know I'm supposed to get some, but you know I'll talk to an advisor one day about that. Yeah, you should find out how many credits. You're at right now, because ten or eleven f- for us we needed like what like ten credits of UCOR, which is prereq. Yeah, but like that's so dumb. Like, why? I don't, I don't see the point in it. And like, I guess if you know some people just as a refresher, but like you know, I don't think you need a whole class for it. Yeah, for uh-huh. sure. <laughs> yeah. I um, did you guys have to take a history class? I have one right now. Oh, man. I had to take... Uh, uh, SA a week. Love it. I had to oh. take U.S. history. Um, oh, I remember reading your book. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Good times. Oh, and, and high school essays? Nothing. Nothing compared... That is nothing. For my English one. I wish we could do five paragraph essays. I had to write <laughs> 17 pages minimum for, one, for my English 102. And that's at Clark, so it's like a 200-level class yeah. in the university. Um but 17 pages was the minimum, and I went well over that with the, you know, the reference page and everything. So I guess high school did prepare me in that department. I know how to do a works cited page. I know how to, you know, format my essays a bit faster than, I, you know, Googling <laughs> everything that I would need to do. But I think high school kind of prepared me for college. And I don't. I really want to, I feel bad saying that because I know that in high school and you as well, Kai, there are so many teachers that you look back and you're like, wow, you were such a good like teacher. You taught me so much. Like you were invested. You went, you know, an extra 60 grand in debt to go get your master's degree so you (laughs) could figure out how to teach me better. And I look back at like, you know, Axel's dad. Um, who also was the football coach, and I'm like, he was crying on our graduation day because he cared about about us that much, and yeah. he may not be able to make everything in history stick for every single kid, but he's out impacting like the nerds, like he's out in, impacting the jocks, like everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's like taught me wisdom from a place I've never got before. So, you know, yeah, like definitely. That. Like there's teachers out there that are phenomenal like that, but then there's other teachers that I don't feel so bad about that just sit at their desk <laughs> with a stack of McDonald's cups. While they think about their the crushes on Andre. <laughs> or yeah. No, we're, we're not going to get Andre. into that. We're not getting into that again. Nope. <laughs> oh man. Uh, is it time for the next question? Is there another question? Um, I kind of, what, which do you think would be better? Uh, this one's kind of. They got to choose? Yeah. This one's for Uh, you guys. Which, (laughs) I think it depends. If you look back, would you have rather gone to a private school or a public school? Me? Absolutely. In preparation for college. And we'll go, we'll go to the workforce. Um, Absolutely private school, just because I feel like it has enriched every part of my life. I know my diploma looks no different than yours, other than two words, liberal arts, but it's not like... Mm-hmm. But those two words mean a lot to me, and that's... They've... Like, who I, I can't look at who I am without looking at Cedar Tree, because that's... Yeah. They, they made me into the um, a portrait of someone who I want to be. And the thing about... That is, is from my high school, you know, you know, you went there too, obviously, mm-hmm. but, um, it did, you know, shape who I am for, uh, to an extent, mm-hmm. but it wasn't because, oh, what to do. It was what not to do. <laughs> like my whole, a lot of things from my life, you know, I learned from seeing past mistakes for other people or, you know, mm-hmm. a learning style that works or something like that. And so for me, I, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stay on the fence because I think it really depends. Like, it, it does. I know it's for college. It's different aspects of your life. For learning, I'd say private school. But if you're gonna go for more social skills and <laughs> which you trying to, you trying you know, to no, not throwing anything at you. I'm saying in general. <laughs> you, you throwing shade on my social skills. No, I'm, is I'm, that saying, what it is? I'm saying in general, just like you know. Yeah. For for the most part, I think more social skills and. Uh, Human to human interaction, I right. guess, is more. I would say public school. Well, so if you're a socially awkward kid, go to public school. <laughs> I actually, I actually might want to counter you on that because I know at a public school there are so many people. It's really easy to just be in the crowd and to not interact with people. Whereas in private school, um, <laughs> I remember in eighth grade, uh, one of my worst nightmares was that I would be stuck with these people forever because <laughs> I, I really didn't like any one of them and none of yeah. them liked me. But then, uh, because we were forced to interact with each other, uh, we all have differing opinions, you know, like, I can't tell you how many people got in fights and how many, like, you know, people are shouting and they, like, want to throw things, but, of course, they won't because they're at a Christian private school. (laughs) But but we all have to be in that interaction. Yeah, I think that gives you the tight group feel, Mm -hmm. but the public school is a lot more strangers and it could just get you to like, oh, you're on the street. Oh, let's talk to this random person on the street. I feel like that's going to be easier because you had done it so much. I mean, obviously it depends on the type of person you are. Because if you're like just some quiet kid who's never going <laughs> to talk to anybody, then, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Noah. Right? It, it, if you don't want to learn those social schools, skills or anything, right? Just, yeah. you know, do whatever you want. But I'm saying if, like, you are an open kind of like thing, I guess, open person looking to uh, t- 
talk to a lot of people, there's more option there, and it it has more meeting. I like. What I don't know, what I'm trying. To, I don't know, what I'm trying to go with that, but I'm saying like, you know, it, it. You talk to people, not just you know. I don't know. It keeps your your friend groups looser, depending on how it is. Yeah. Private school, I would say, does definitely have tighter groups. Yeah. Because that, like, those are the people. Like, I walked around the school, and I knew a lot of people, but, like, there's still a good 60% of the school. I had no idea who they were or anything, but that gives me the opportunity to, you know, oh, meet, let me meet this stranger and then, like, learn about them and stuff like that. Yeah. Did you ever do that? You'll, I did a couple times, yeah. I think, Kai, you'll have a you'll have a good upper hand when you get to some of the courses that I'm in where mm. you sit and you're in a room with five people and they're all in your major and you, they're all interested in the same things that you're interested in. And I can't sit there and not talk to them, you know. If there are five people in my class, in a, you know, 400-level class, like... I can't ignore those people, especially when they're in my major. So I think the you can try. I mean, I can try, but um, yeah. I think the small group comes into play there. But I definitely see what you're saying, Andre. Like, there's you know, there's a lot of people out there, and you need to know how to operate in that large group. It's hard. Mm-hmm. I well, that's, don't. Sorry. I don't feel bad just throwing shade at you know private <laughs> school or even public school. Because I think I recognize that, going off of what you were saying, that is such a, like, key time in our lives where we're learning, like, how do I learn? What works best for me? Like, mm-hmm. is this person safe? Can I trust this person? Should I talk to this person? Like, all of these things are running through your head all at once. Um, and I don't think that there's a right answer of, like, oh, yeah, like, I should go to private. I think I would stick on the public school side um, because I don't know if I could manage that many (laughs) rules, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, me being the rule breaker. But (laughs) I I recognize, like, that everybody learns differently and everybody, like, needs some sort of push in either direction. So I don't think that there's a right answer. I mean, I think I know what I, like want my kids to be put into like that's how I oftentimes think about the questions that are important to me like would I go back and do high school again in private school or homeschool or public school I ask that question of like what would I want my kids to do would I put my kids in private school or homeschool or public school so that's the question I have for you guys Uh, where are you putting your kids uh before that question I go for it go for it go for it yeah, um, I definitely know public school isn't, I mean, private school isn't for everyone. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like, I've gotten to know, uh, probably 50 people have been in my class throughout the 12 years I was at Cedar Tree. Uh-huh. And and uh, some of them, I think, could have and should have stuck it out at Cedar Tree. But there was a number of them who, like, I'm, I'm glad for them that they left because they were getting nothing out of Cedar Tree. Because it, it's it's a kind of school where you only really get out as much as you want to put in, and there are people who really didn't want to put anything in because, like you, they were rule breakers and they didn't want to do things like that. So, right. so yeah, it would it. I know I'm the kind of person who would thrive in Cedar Tree, cool. but 
not it's not for everyone. <laughs> I'm glad that you recognize that. It's yeah, very healthy. Um, <laughs> I uh, I want to go before we go back to that question I just asked. I had another thought about friend groups and stuff in public school. You lose a lot of your friends. Freshman year, bam, you got at least sixty five percent of your friends are gone. Um, from like middle school. From middle school, yeah. yeah like going in freshman year. By the time you're a senior, you've got a close group of maybe four or five people that you could go to and be like, "Yo, this is what's hurting inside me right now." Like, the, my, can mine we was talk even about? smaller. It was yeah, like three. Definitely. Maybe. I think Kai, in your situation, I think you could go to. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think you could go to probably. 90% of those people in your graduating class and be like, yo, this is this is what's hurting me like right now, and this is something that I need to talk through. Yes, but for different reasons than you would probably think. Okay. Because um, while I get to uh, – while I am close – very close with a lot of friends at my – who I graduated with most. Yeah. I, all. All. Why am I saying most? All. Um, <laughs> I did not get to choose my friends. Right. And that's something that you guys had the benefit of getting. Interesting. So I can honestly say that four of the people I at least would not have chosen as friends. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad they are my friends, but, but you know, middle school. If you had every, a choice pre-hand, you right. probably wouldn't have done it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> because cause we have differences, and yeah. differences don't make for good friends. Right. That's, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. Thinking about it, like, yeah, you guys have options, which if you, is good. If you are right. a public but you school person, graduated with more friends, you have more friends out of graduation. True, than and, we and, do. Yeah. and we still keep up like all the freaking time. Yeah, with people, <laughs> which like, is dope. Yeah, outside of you two, maybe like two people that I actually talk to all the time, hmm. and like you know from where who are friends from school. Yeah, I've obviously met, and, and the thing is, <laughs> one thing that's crazy is like if you're listening and you're going into college or something like that, you will lose. Probably ninety percent, and you realize that those people were just friends because you saw them every day. They weren't really like mm-hmm. people you would, you know, oh, bring home, introduce to your dad or something <laughs> like that. Right. And if you did, then oh well, huh? But you can realize that a person who you met like a week ago could have better intention than a person you've known for like ten years. Right. And yeah. I, you know, I've learned that firsthand experience. You know, with a couple friends I've learned from or met from college, I could tell immediately within like a week. Like, oh, this would be a good friend. And they still have been, you know. Mm. And, you know, I've had people, they've, like, checked up on me more than someone I've known since primary school. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is not a bad thing to get, like, you know, the same mix or you know, a different mix each time. Like, I still love hanging out with the bros even mm-hmm. though I don't really share a whole lot of things in common with them. And even when I think about, like, Kai and I's relationship or even Andre and I's relationship, like, we don't have as much in common as uh, you would think. And Mm -hmm. it's the same idea with my wife as I now being married for a couple months. Like, I realize, hold on, we're... (laughs) Very much different than what wait, I wait had a second. thought. We're different people. Yeah. What? Wait. What the <laughs> heck? You're not me, and I'm not you. But, and I expect it to progress, and I'll realize even more and more. But like, Kai and I are. I think about like the early stages of our relationship. We were friends because we played video games together, and Actually, we played one video game together. Not even that, because we 
we were only friends because we went to the same church. Uh-huh. And but we weren't friends just when we went to church. We were friends when someone said, "All right, now you hang out together." Yeah, and that's it. That's the only reason yep. we were friends. And then I was like, "All right, he keeps talking about this thing called league. I have to ask him <laughs> what it is." And then he explained it to me, and it made no sense. But eventually, <laughs> and we yeah. got onto it, yeah, and, and that's that's how I came homies with Andre too. And even Facts. thinking of like Andre and I's relationship, like the reason that we're friends is more than, you know, the things that we have in common. Like I, I don't know things about sports and honestly don't care half the time about sports. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I can sit down and watch a football game and point out like, Oh, that was a face mask or that was like, you know, false start on which side. Yeah. Or that guy did a dumb thing. Yeah. But I really, I don't, I have no investment in sports. Whereas Andre, I know that's, depleting for you um but i you know our friendship goes beyond the things that we mm-hmm. share in common so it's good to have you know both right yeah i feel it uh any other thoughts on friends out uh, of school my only thought right now is the episode's kind of long and we should wrap it up with that last question oh uh, it is okay. pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> uh where are you putting your kids <laughs> after oh yeah our first school yeah. so uh, we'll take it stage by stage. We'll do elementary, middle school, high school, and then college. Oh, man. Which I guess there's private colleges. I'll full send first. Okay. Like uh, go for it. <laughs> I will have, I mean, obviously, you know, it'll probably change. Realistically, I'd probably just have my kid go public school all the way. But, like, you know, perfect world sense, I would uh, public school up until high school and then put him in private school or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just so he can have variety. He, because I want a boy. Yeah, <laughs> Andre's chosen the gender. Of That's how it child. is. Or of his um, child. That don't even have you. <laughs> <laughs> said next child, like you're um, a then Two kids in Guam, You actually. know, I wanted to be, them to be, have the variety, you know, of both, I guess. The yeah. best of both worlds. And then, uh, prep for the, I guess, uh, private school to prep for the stuff that actually matters. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's where I'm going with that. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I'm probably gonna. Well, I don't know what kind of state cedar tree will be in in the future. Okay. But I want to put my child in, into cedar tree. Uh, because that is the only school that I trust right now. And, but well, the the other issue is you know all of us are paying for public school, but my my family paid for private school too which is more you know more expenses out of our pocket so so i don't know if i'll be in the in a good financial situation where i can use it or anything like that but as much as i am able i do want my kids to go to the same school i did yeah nice for me this is something that Molly and i go back and forth on because i Pretty sure that she's in the in the homeschool boat. Homeschool, homeschool. Um, <laughs> I refuse to put my kids through homeschool. Um, Make them ride the bus till they're seventeen. Because stereotypically, every single one of them is socially awkward and sheltered. <laughs> I I think I could. This is my compromise, Malia. I think I could do private school um, up until middle school. And then do public school the rest of the way. The only thing with private school is it is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I don't see myself in a financially well-off state <laughs> with having kids and being able to provide that luxury. Um, but I think that's where I could I could be. I think I could put my kids through a private school for... And it depends on the size of the private school. Because Cedar Tree is much different than Kingsway. Yes. Um, Kingsway is much larger, and they have graduating classes of like 50 to... Or like 30 to 50. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I could have my child go through a larger private school, like Kingsway, um, up through middle school. But I think high school, public school is a must. So So kind of the opposite of Andre. Yeah, kind of the opposite of Andre. I think that's where I land. What if you did a hybrid homeschool? Like, there are some uh, programs where, like, once a week you'll have a class with other kids who are going homeschooled in the same thing yeah. as you are? Um, I, I, could, <laughs> I can't. I just can't. I, I, I think... No, I can't. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I think how I learned is a lot of the experience. And kind of going back to what Andre says, like, I looked at everyone, Andre's older brothers, like some of my older friends, I looked at them and went, okay, you messed up here. Let me apply that to my life so that I don't mess up in that Mm. same situation. Whether it was with girls, whether it was with tests or teachers that they had, like, they would tell me, like, hey, don't take this teacher because he sucks. And so I look at my paper, all right, I don't have that teacher. Oh, oh, crap, I have that teacher. Let me go get out, you know? Um, I think experience has to do with a lot of learning. I think... The more that you're exposed to, the better. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> it could change tomorrow. Yeah. But that's kind of where I, I feel like the, realistically, which most likely would happen, my kid will probably just go through public school the whole way through. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, it's not like there's a set in stone, but that's probably what it'll be. Definitely. And it all, I mean, so much depends on the high school, too. Like, Union High School, completely different than Battleground High School. And same very, with Skyview. Skyview is completely different than yeah. Yeah. Battleground. They're like different worlds, practically. Yeah, basically different worlds. So, I feel it. It, it depends. There's a lot of factors that go yeah. into it. So that, I think that's what we're learning as we keep talking and uncover all this. Well, I can say that if your kids turn out to be anything like you guys, I think you're just fine. Oh, thanks, thanks buddy. <laughs> and with that... Same to you. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know what you would want your kids to do, or yeah. Yeah. what you went through. Please don't hurt me. If you have any more questions, like <laughs> <laughs> then don't ask them to Noah because he'll offend you in some way. <laughs> ask them to us. <laughs> All right. Hey, homeschoolers are nice, and private schoolers are nice too. Okay. <laughs> we are the college comrades. <laughs> we out. Bye-bye. We'll see you later. See ya.